What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies present the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I'm joined by Reinhard von Krieger. What's up? Not much. I uh, just found out that uh, Tariq Nasheed's Lord of the Rings adaptation is premiering on the 49th anniversary of Tolkien's death next year. Oh my god. Yeah. Alright. Bucks will be broken. Yes. And on that note, also, welcome Dogbot. Hey, how are you doing? Man, it turns out OxyClean is just not very effective at getting chicken blood squirts from a chupacabra out of the carpet. Um, you would think it would be. It's kind of what it's made for. Kind of what it's made for. Anyways, also, over in the corner taking notes, with his microphone that's actually working this week, Jack the Intern, what's up? Damn, BB to it. I was going to say, well, at least my microphone's working now. But I said it, so you didn't have to. Never mind. All it's right. Bad. I'm still saying it. I yep. have nothing else teed up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I it's all I had. Was, yeah. I felt this microphone was probably working just fine on Friday. You know, I don't know. I don't know. You guys, let's not. Let's not do the thing. Let's not. <laughs> I have nothing to say. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, Welcome back to the Nationalist Inquirer, everybody. It is the news show. The a uh, lot of newsy stuff going on. A lot of, jeez, a lot of current events. Uh, Reinhardt, latest. You told me a little bit ago. Uh, latest gay op just dropped. What happened? There was a shooting at the Federal Reserve. Is that what happened? Did somebody finally? No, it wasn't the Federal Reserve. What no, was it? it wasn't the Federal Reserve. Come on, we never get anything that good. I, sorry, it's the Pentagon. Sorry. Oh, oh, yeah. sorry. The other, the other. Well, I mean, at least look, they're aiming high this time. Okay, it's not just True. like your average church or synagogue or something stupid. Yeah, uh, there was a shooting. There was a shooter at the Pentagon. Um, there was well, he was a shooter, but he stabbed a police officer. So now we have another hero cop I, that gets stabbed. Okay. Is this um, one going to suicide too? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. He never made it inside the building, of course. Uh, uh, unlike, unlike all unknown. the terrorists on January sixth. Right. Yes. Yeah, they didn't let him in this time. His identity is unknown, which I mean, I think we all have idea of what that means. Yeah, his yeah, his initials are FBI. FBI, and his skin color is definitely of the melanated persuasion. Oh, it's probably that, yeah. I mean, if he's actually a real, in fact, actual perpetrator, yeah, he's probably black. Yeah, but what what astounds me is the, there's no identity given, nothing, no details. Um, they've been very cautious on saying anything about the casualties, any injured. Um, they've just given numbers, that's it. There's no parading anybody around yet, when normally I feel like there would be. Um, this just reeks of gay op, 100%. Culture Everybody just kind of looks at yeah. it with the cringe face. I mean, do any of the wild animals in D.C. even know what the buildings are? Can they even read the signs? I like, mean, they may not have known it was the Pentagon. They may have just been trying to rob somebody. Right. Right. The wildlife does have a tendency just to lash out like that. I mean, it doesn't exactly look like a Seven Eleven. No, the Pentagon's a lot larger than a Seven Eleven. Probably no ATM in the front either. No, but they will defend the rights to put up 7-Elevens with all the poison inside all over the globe. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, you Is got 7-Eleven also wait. headquartered in Switzerland? You, wait, globe? Well, so, according to them. 
Ooh. Oh, all right, all right. Fair. Nice save, but <laughs> mm, mm, that one's kind of sus. Mm. Uh, well, like they're going to say across the realm. <laughs> I, you were supposed to realm. say across the realm. All right. So, gay op in DC. What a surprise. Uh, we have Coulter's Law in effect. We don't have a race of the perp. Uh, if, in fact, it was real. So, we'll see. Breaking, developing story. I don't know. Maybe there'll be more on it later. Probably not, though. Yeah, it was only... Uh, the Pentagon was only under lockdown for about an hour. Oh. It couldn't have been very important. Yeah, and they said... Let's see. It was an FBI... I guess a... a uh, what do you call them? Representative. Agent. Yeah, he said uh, it's over. Most importantly, there is no continuing threat to our community. Huh, funny how they can say that. That just should tell you it's a gay op right there. Right. Because well, if they were if they were doing the January 6th bit, uh, then it would be, you know, there, there are more people out there. We have to find where who this person worked with. You know, they would be automatically assuming it's a terrorist cell or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm surprised, actually. I'm actually surprised that it, it just got shut down like that. They didn't use the opportunity... To turn it into something larger, uh, you know, like um, let no crisis go to waste. Was that Rockefeller? That I know. That? Well, sometimes when you have like so many crises, crises going on at once, you know, it's just you know a couple are going to get lost in the shuffle. Crises? Yeah. Maybe this one was just kind of crises. 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 You stuck in D.C., man. It's crises. I've got a I've got a white boy summer uh, breaking news update. Do you? Go it's ahead. It's a good one. Go ahead. Uh, do you guys remember that that uh, sort of like boomer, maybe like borderline exer couple from uh, Missouri, uh, who who from St. Louis, who came out with their their oh, guns yeah. to stop the people from burning down their barbarian the, mansion. Oh, there were. Oh, the, yeah. Their names were like the McClures or something like that, right? McCloskey. Yeah, Ma- McCloskey. Uh, Mark, Mark McCloskey. Mark McCloskey. And his, uh, his dear wife. Yes. Uh, they got pardoned by the misery governor today. Surprise! 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 God bless them. Mm-hmm. Lifelong Democrat. Image, Hold on, life. <laughs> Lifelong Democrat voters, lifelong Democrat donators happened to yeah. be, you know, using their Second Amendment rights to defend themselves, got framed as Trump supporters for this whole thing. And they ended up getting pardoned. And, like, one of them's running for, like, city council or state senator or something. Right. But I, I could totally. Bootstraps. Yeah. Bootstrap. I could totally picture the, the Reddit gun crowd freaking out over the way Patricia held her. her oh. Her, Ah, trigger discipline! Trigger discipline! All the Arsenal posters. Yes. Yes. Her trigger discipline. The reing was off the charts. He looked like he looked like a bad millionaire from Miami Vice or something. He looked like yeah. He looked like like somebody from like Magnum PI on a cover. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. They didn't burn down his his uh, Tartarian refurbished mansion. Yeah. No, they did not. Well, it's hard to burn down brick houses, but yes. Okay. Not yeah. without not without Jewish space lasers. Oh. Dude, what? I wish we had more Jewish space lasers out in the open. What? It would at least convince people. You know people aren't going to make it no. anyway. No one. No one. They would think it's a 5G tower or something. <laughs> 
They were yeah. just they, like no, they, people can't you be that to, blind. No, it's Reinhardt. Whoa, Reinhardt. Whoa, did you not listen did to Skull's not, voicemail today? Did you not? Did you not live through 2020? Right. I was. Just, yeah. Were you not here this whole past year? Literally, nigga. What? <laughs> I was doing a bit. If you couldn't tell. Oh. Uh, okay. okay. No. Oh. 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 I was only pretending to be retarded. Okay. Uh, looks, looks at looks at a target up in flames. Wow, what a peaceful protest. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Summer seems... of hate. More like summer of love. <laughs> no, it's a love fest, summer, actually. Really? Isn't that what Trump called January 6th? Yeah, the love fest. Trump, Mr. I push the vaccines more than anybody. I got you the vaccine. I was the guy who got you the vaccine. Yeah. Right. Isn't that the boomer talking point? As Trump's the one who really got us the vaccine, and Biden's just riding his coattails. Well, there's that. I haven't, I haven't heard that from the three boomer cons that I'm in close contact with. They haven't. They haven't fed me that line. Okay. Thank what goodness. are they? What are they feeding you? Uh, they're they are not happy about the border. Well, I can imagine. I mean, no, the, besides the, the border, though. Um. Oh, the the suicides. The, the four suicides. They're calling them, but they got Hillaryed. Oh. Of course. Are we, yep. are we, are we just going to see you using the boomers? Okay. So, I mean, we, yeah, definitely. Let's do that. Let's just, let's just do that because, um, I don't even remember what we were talking about. So, wasn't that important? We were really just memeing back and forth. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, so four, four cops now have, Committed suicide um, because of the pressure from everything that happened on January 6th. The insurrection, the terrorists, the, um, they, what do they call it? A medieval battle. I've heard of that term bandied about, that it was akin to a medieval hand-to-hand combat. I mean, I didn't see anybody with, like, maces or broadswords or glaives or battle axes, or, you know. I didn't see any did winged you, pussars. Right. Did you just say the glaive? I did. Did you was, bring up, did you literally bring up the handheld flying bladed weapon from Crawl? No, a glaive is an actual. Yeah, glaive is an actual arm. thing. Yeah. A glaive it's shorter, is an, it's, it's like a shorter spear with a sword tip, like a, a cutlass mm-hmm. blade attached. I think that's what they call the weapon from Krull. Hey, Jack, can you please look up the weapon from Krull, please? Yeah, please do that, because I'm pretty sure it wasn't a glaive, but I, I know the weapon of which you speak, and they none of those were there either at January 6th, okay? So regardless, there were, like, no hand-to-hand weapons. There was no uh, clubs, billy clubs, bats, baseball bats. Apparently somebody was battered with a fire extinguisher, which I still don't believe. Um, and then, of course, we have uh, Officer Fagone, uh, Farone, what was his? What's his name? It's Fagone, Fagone. right? Fag, Fag, yeah. Officer Faggot, yeah, Fagony, Fagony, Officer, F- Officer Fagone, who Fanone, who looks, looks remarkably, Glave, Glave, okay, who looks remark, remarkably, like the guy walking through the Capitol with the Carhartt vest on his gray hoodie, carrying the brand new unironed confederate flag that was it i mean 
so remember episode zero of this season? Did, Absolutely. Did I bring up? Did I bring up the Confederate flag bearing yes. guy? Yes, yeah, I did because I, we had the picture. It was not one of the three that we're looking at. It was the very, um, the very posed one of him, like right in front of the portrait. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was really strange. It struck me as exactly the same as the the frumpy, uh, bald headed dude from Seaville that had the uh, the the Nazi flag with the folds uh, highly visible in it. Sure. It would it exactly reminds me of that because it's the same exact sort of gay up. They put zero effort into it. This is one of those conspiracy candy things. Um, this one, I just want to say, this one might oh, be ahead, a little bit more uh, covert. This one wasn't as as easy to spot as that one. Well, maybe I don't know. Well, it was easy to spot the flag, and it was easy to question that whole thing yeah. because once again, all of the photo ops. It's right, easy to right, question that. Right. But then they parade this guy out there. Uh, you know, months and months and months later, uh, when normal people are probably not looking at stuff like this. Yeah, well, I mean, so like this has got to be like humiliating. It, this is step two in an initiation process for this guy. This guy is going on to do something. Yeah, this guy got his his ceremonial watch, and now he's moving up to the next level. Yeah. It's really bizarre the side by side pictures. Uh, yeah. It's it's it's. Uh, on the one hand, you can say, well, he does kind of look like a lot of other white guys in their 40s with graying beards. And hey, you know, <laughs> I nice. didn't say he looked like you, Johnny. No, I, I know. Just meant, I, like, have I just meant the like the hair. skeptical person looking at the at the picture. Sure. Uh, we're, obviously, we're going to post this to the show notes so mm -hmm. people can look now, at these comparisons for themselves but it how did people not notice like how do people not notice this before like did it take what, him did it notice take him, what notice the similarities between the guys or notice that this guy was a gay op from the minute the flag photo op came up um well i guess like Okay, so like in 2015 and 2016, we had guys on the internet that were pulling faces out of like the Battle of Berkeley and being able to match them with social media accounts online and shit, right? And like, what did, did was there not enough footage that was available of January 6th where people are like, hey, I think this guy is actually a DC police officer. Well, yeah, there was like, is there no way to verify any there, of this? It's just, well, well, if, it's he's, really if there weird. was, if he's an asset, he probably wouldn't have any social media. If he did have any social media, it would probably be a dummy account. Well, the black uh, cop that the black cop that lied about being called uh, nigger over and over and over, because uh, that was totally fucking fake. That guy is all over social media. He's just he's a he's a big. He's a he's a small influ he's a small time influencer on social media. The black guy already, already, and well, uh, yeah. now the officer Fanon guy, uh, that gay op. There's there's so much more to that besides the fact that he's probably the guy holding the flag. Um, he is so far out of DC uniform regs in his in his extremely decorated uniform. Where he's sitting there, like in the top right picture, there where he's got like yeah. all the all the, yeah, all the, the medals ribbons. and stuff. Yeah, all those medals. Um, unless he's got like a medal and a pin for every arrest he's ever made. 
or whatever, or every, you know, it's a lot of metals. But that beard, uh, DC police regs are the police are to be clean shaven, and he has like jail style neck tattoos, which are blatantly out for DC cops. For uh, yeah, he Catholic has police. he has the uh, India ink spider web on his fucking neck. That's a prison tat, isn't it? That is a historically his, right. Historically, a prison tattoo, but that, thanks to hipsters and other faggots, um, the prison tattoo style is now popular. So you never know. Well, I don't know it, the the way it looks worn, like like the pictures I've seen him where it's exposed. Yeah, it's it, not a new it tattoo. It doesn't look like he. It doesn't look like he got it in the last five years when the the hipsterification of some of these tattoo styles has really exploded. No, it looks something. It looks like something he had maybe ten, twelve years ago at least. Fair enough. Yeah, it doesn't look like a new tattoo, regardless. Um, um, which raises a whole slew of questions. Like, do they pull these people out of out of prison? Is this a guy who got flipped, like flipped big time, and is now really making it in his new uh, new organization, or is it somebody that they've been working on for a long time and they've just now put him out in the public? Like he's he's gotten the tattoos years ago and he's been preparing for this. I could see I could see the explanation, the official narrative explanation for any of the prison style tattoos bullshit is that he worked deep undercover trying to break up some awful white supremacist fucking Aryan Brotherhood organization inside in, you know behind bars. Well, I could some see racist biker gang. Yeah, but to get like a to actually get a neck tattoo to go deep undercover like that, that's that's really dedication. Like to a uh, I don't know. I don't know that they actually do that. You know, that's a that's a dude. That's not a small neck tattoo either. That covers forty percent of his neck. Yeah, and yeah. then down the front, just la- laser remove that shit. Right, right, right. Because laser remove. Interestingly on your neck enough, is- too, uh, none of the pictures from DC can you see his neck. He he very strategically has the hood uh, all the way around, and he's only pictured from his right side, right side or front. Right. And even the picture where he's like coming towards the camera, he's turning his head away from the camera so you can't towards the left. So he's covering the left side of his neck with his chin. Well, no, he's just hyper aggressive and, you know, like high on racism. Right, right. But either way, either way, uh, I still love I love that that um, the clip that he plays where, you know, the message that he got that that's definitely. Yes. Yeah. Where I he sits there. To, I couldn't sit through the whole I couldn't sit through the whole minute and a half. Because oh, I did. That re- Oh, does oh, yeah. it get better towards the end? No, no, it's just as bad the whole time. But I wanted to watch him sit there like a faggot and take it, and he did. Because it was staged. Because it was staged. I mean, that was clearly. Do you think? Do you think staged. he was holding Don Lemon's hand under the under the desk? No, they were docking. Yeah. It was worse, way worse than like you could ever black, think. Is not holding hands. You got an orgasm talking about how much of a nigger he was called, or oh. how many times he was called a nigger. Dude, did you see him licking his lips? Dude, it was it was like some weird Tariq Nasheed buck breaking fetish. I, I honestly, that. yeah, I, I honestly felt like if we talk about this, we're stealing content from other shows that specifically talk about blacks. You know what I mean? And and we already and I'm and I already told Dingo he can't ever come on the show. So, <laughs> man, I like Dingo. I. <laughs> <laughs> I tried not to laugh at that one. God damn it, Dogbot. <laughs> what? It's no, Dingo. He's, he's a great guy. It's Dingo. 
Like like that That's Australian dog. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Officer Fag um, is the gay op. Uh, back to the four. Back to the four cops who killed themselves. So this fourth one shot himself in the head while driving and flipped his Mustang off an exit ramp. Am I reading this correctly? Is that the right one? Or is that number three? Yes. That's number four, right? Okay. Number four shot himself in the head while driving his very, uh, I guess it was well known that he had a Mustang. It might've been like, might've been like a saline even or a, a Roush. I think, I, I think number three did it this way. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought number got, three uh, was the one who shot himself in his home or killed himself in his home. I look well, so many no, of these that, cops, that, so many cops kill themselves nowadays. It's like, it's hard to, it's hard to know. These cops are just under so much pressure from this medieval battle that took place on January 6th with uh, Aunt Ruth and Uncle Ralph, you know, and... Uh, okay, so, historically, mm-hmm. if we're going in orders of, air quotes, suicides here, yes, Reinhardt, that, uh, uh, that guy would have been number three. But Gunther Hashida, the one we found out about yesterday, is the one while driving... Oh, okay. Shot himself and flipped his Mustang. The other one was found in his home, and they they decided to bring it up today, but that one happened like two weeks ago. Oh, which is strange. Gunther uh, uh, Hashida was the one found in his home. I just pulled it up. Wait a second. Yeah, it was reported that Gunther Hashida was found in his home Thursday, according to an email statement from the. So. What about Jeffrey Smith and uh, Howard Liebengood? Liebengood? Oof. Wow. Well, I was about to believe you, Daba, because Hashida, I mean, I could see him pulling some like Fast and Furious Asian dude trick. But... Oh, was the second one Tokyo Drift? It's not considered canon to the rest of the series. I have no idea. Let's not do this I think part. We- I think we just got our, our canon. Uh, what was the first one's name? Jeffrey Liebenguth? Jeffrey Smith. Oh, Jeffrey Smith. I'm sorry. And then Howard Liebengood. Howard uh, here it is. Liebengood. Okay. Let's see. Jeffrey Smith. Oh, come on, New York Times. Freaking Jews. Here it is. Hmm. All right. Um, died by suicide soon after the insurrection. He was died after being beaten by rioters as they attempted to break into the building. Yeah, I don't. That's the guy that turned no, out that he didn't that's die. Sick Nick. Yeah. Well, then there was Sick Nick, right? No, but uh, four police officers doesn't say how. Oh wait. Well, Sick Nick doesn't count as a suicide. Sick Nick no. died of a stroke. Right. But they no. they said okay. he's beat the de- like they kept lying even on the stand last week. The mm-hmm. the black uh, the black gay race cop uh said that uh he was beaten to death even though like the autopsy and everything has already revealed that he died of a stroke so the first two they have not disclosed the circumstances but they're they're okay not the circumstances other than the fact that they took their own lives yes that is correct they only label it a suicide and don't give any more well, that, I mean, that doesn't make it any less fucking fishy, does it? And when no. did these occur? Uh, they were both in January were the first two. What? And then now we have both in, so, yeah, both in technically August. So seven, 
six and a half months later. Hey, guys. It was like January 9th and January 27th. Guys, I didn't know this. I didn't know this, but uh, police officer Michael Fanone suffered a mild heart attack and was electrocuted with a taser during the riot. This guy suffered a mild heart attack. Good Lord. He said it was unlike anything he's ever seen. And this is one he said, that's the one. He's like, uh, he said, this is how I'm going to die. I mean... I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say. I mean, Daniel Hodges, the white guy who like literally sold his soul there on 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 the uh, dais. He said um, he felt he felt he was being lynched. At one point, was that when they were when they were um, escorting them through, you know, through the Capitol and up the stairs, or was that when they were uh, pretending pretending to clash with them for a minute so that they could. Uh, That's, that- do the thing with Ashley Babbitt. I think that's, that's what I was wondering about the stubby, the stubby one that said it was like Iraq and a medieval battle. But like, is that the same one that basically ushered everybody up the stairs and had the the guy with the Q shirt out out front? No, you know, the, just the guy who said that it was a, like a medieval battle and like Iraq was the police sergeant. Um. But you guys remember that footage, right? That that was some of the the gayest worst Which one? footage. I Which footage? Uh Okay, so there's like a a series of stairs uh to the second floor. Right. Um you know, it crisscrosses. Mm-hmm. And and basically this guy fell back. This, oh, the black guy. Black cop, yeah, like, the black guy. Yeah, the, he did like fell the Benny back, Hill running away and then thing. He just kept, kept falling back up up the stairs and up the stairs till everybody was up there with him mm-hmm. and nobody hurt him or anything. He just kept falling back. It was kind of like he was leading them up there. Well, it's and like, then oh, I, are you still following? You still following? And, and then, and then there was, then I think there was an article later on that said that, th- that this guy was a hero for leading the mob away from the Senate chambers or something like that. Right. He was, he was, uh, yes, basically leading them away. Um, even though, that was didn't, wasn't that where he led them to the hallway where uh, the only real quote violence quote occurred end quote right what where where Ashley that chick was supposed Babbitt to be shot was quote shot yeah quote so Ashley he Babbitt, led them into a quote. quote kill zone yes I mean mm. and I I mean we've we've gone over that video where the guy breaks it down second by second throughout the you know through the angle different angles of the video that's available, you know, to watch yourself and see for yourself the way this goes down, that um, everything that happened in that lobby with the uh, supposed shooting. And honestly, I don't know. I don't, to, uh, to answer people's questions who have questions about this, I don't know what, how that helps them by pretending to shoot this woman. Uh, they get to demonize. They get to get Q-tards to uh, demonize the one of the January 6th insurrectionists. You know? They have to uh, um, defu one of their own, right? Maybe? Yeah, they yeah. get to sacrifice one of their own, which we what know is, they're, more, they're always more than willing. Right, what is the... I okay, mean, so I, what, is, what is the play? What is the play by whoever, whoever's doing the, doing the gay opping? what is the play by faking Ashley Babbitt? 
I don't know. I, I've seen some tepid uh, conservatives say she deserved it. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, like the that that fat fucking kite faggot fucking uh, Jonah Goldberg. Who, oh, he God. wrote that book, Liberal Fascism. He basically said that Ashley Babbitt deserved it for, tr- like, basically trespassing. Like the, right. Yeah, um, she well, had because she had a backpack with her. You know, uh, the cop cop didn't know it was in the backpack. Yeah. Um, so we're using we're using the the Michael Brown excuse, like didn't know what was in his hoodie pockets. Sure. At yeah, that she, point, uh, I mean, if it was real, she was climbing yeah. through a fucking window. Right. Well, and, climbing through a window. And part of the thing of it too, you know, she's a 14 year Air Force intelligence veteran, so she already works in that community, which means she could possibly have connections through her chain of command with higher, uh, much higher ranked uh, departments. So if this whole thing is fake and gay, she's in on it. They fake her death. Uh, This is all just part of the show in the intelligence community. So whether they, if they didn't kill her, they don't have to really sacrifice her. They just get to put her under for whatever she's doing next. And if they really did kill her, then they get rid of somebody as a sacrifice, which, again, we know they're more than willing to do all the time. No right. one is too expendable at that level. Or is unexpendable, I'm sorry, uh, at that level. Yeah, I don't, I don't know I, either. I don't know what the actual play is, but going through the video, knowing what we know about Ashley Babbitt and her career, um, and knowing what we know about these ops um, is that they usually don't and at a hoax there's no reason to kill somebody um, hoaxes are actors hoaxes are done by deception um, sleight of hand you know that kind of stuff they're illusions it's fooling you and you don't like it uh, but yeah that's there's no reason to kill anybody in those things they usually don't false flags yeah. false flags sometimes involve deaths um, hoax is Johnny. Good. Yes. Can we play the audio, please? Which one? We have a couple of audios this week. The guy who is equating the suicides with ah yes, what vets go through. All right, let me. Yeah, we'll go back to the cops. Oh yeah, and the suicides. Now this has to do with mental health, and of course we're going to go back to uh, Reagan dismantle the mental health system in the United States. Right? That's the that's the libtard. Um, cope because for some reason there was apparently at one point well it was right there was a um, there was a national mental health association or something right those all those all those Tartarian asylums <laughs> that was the it was the government sponsored mental health program right right after we yeah after we play this clip uh, I looked up some stuff on this guy and uh, we'll we'll have some things to say about him cool All right, let's listen to this. This is very interesting and enraging. We've talked a lot in the past about mental health when it comes to the military, and we're seeing some parallels here. This was really a battle that these officers were in on January 6th. What are you (laughs) thinking as you you are seeing this news that four officers have died by suicide? I'm thinking it's time to get serious about mental health in America and to really change the conversation. You know, America's had a, a Me Too moment and a reckoning. We've had a Black Lives Matter, Matter, uh, Matter uh, racial justice reckoning. It's time for a mental health reckoning. We've lost four heroes, 
who were in combat, in my view. I've worked with combat veterans for almost 20 years, uh, fighting suicide, dealing with PTSD. What they experienced was traumatic. It was stressful. Uh, and then to deal with isolation and ridicule and a lack of resources. In my view, they, they are combat veterans and they're facing many parallels that combat veterans face. And, and maybe most of all, feeling disconnected, sometimes feeling hopeless, feeling like they're alone. And, and I want to send a message to them, and I hope you'll compound that, that they're not alone. There's help out there. Help out there. And then reaching out for help is a sign of strength, not weakness. And it's happening the same time we're talking about Simone Biles. So I think there's an intersection here that's very powerful. Both can send a message that mental health support is necessary resources are inadequate and we need to change the entire national conversation and let people know that reaching out is strength it's not weakness you're not alone and, and help is out there but this has to be a full court press across the entire country and really around the world in dealing with with a mental health challenge wow so um yeah. that's this guy equates them this guy equates these cops to combat veterans Combat veterans, they um, had, what was it, like a half an hour scuffle with these insurrectionists, which equates, you know, is equal to these these cops being combat veterans. Jack, what do you think about that? Uh, I think Jack went to oh, Jack, uh, use Jack. the head real quick. All right, Jack is not back. Damn it. I want, This is the part that I actually wanted Jack to say something. Oh, well. <laughs> I'll be um, back in a sec. Reinhardt, you said you found a little bit about this guy. What's his name? Paul Reichhoff? Reichhoff, right? Oh, is yeah. this guy a Nazi? Reichhoff! There's nothing for his early life, I will tell you that, but he's from New York. So that, that's all you need to know mm. right there. Um, yeah, so he served in the Iraq War. Uh, I think he was, I don't know, first lieutenant or something like that in the Army. Um, but since he got out in like 2004, 2007, uh, he has been just a huge veteran advocate. His group, it's I think it's Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America. Yeah, um, they've been working to pass like GI Bill stuff, mental health, um, you know, sexual assault bills, mm -hmm. what have you. Um, but personally, this guy is your typical um, dog bite. I, I think you, I don't know if you coined the term or not, but you mentioned it earlier, like shit vet, um, who is. Kind of middle of the road, but definitely uh, Democrat pawn, left-leaning. Um, he is in favor of gay rights, wanted don't ask, don't tell repealed. He has criticized the Iraq war and Bush. Um, he's commented on any number of war films in it's, the last 10 years. Yeah, uh, that, Reinhardt, hang on a second. But he loved Chris Kyle. Yeah, that was going to say, he commented on the, the war films. He... Like the Hurt Locker was actually a fairly accurate representation of what like the EOD guys go through out there, and American yeah, Sniper. Except for the FTM guy playing the the main uh, role. Can we like one subject at a time? Um, <laughs> the American Sniper, you know the Chris Kyle bullshit story. Um, he's a strong supporter of that, and you know, and Chris Kyle, he called it you know, the the single best work of film about the Iraq War ever made. I don't know, was there? Uh, Jarhead was about the first Iraq War, right? That was about the early nineties. I think that was yeah, that was Desert Storm. It was Desert Storm, yeah. So, I mean, I guess, um, but, yeah. But so since then, yeah, they he and his his advocate group have been all about mental health, um, you know, uh, uh, education, everything they can do to get uh, veterans, you know 
not back to normal, but to get them to overcome what they're going through, uh, take away stigma. He's even gone against Democrats on gun rights for uh, for veterans. But now he seems to have changed tune completely, done a well, complete 180. Kind of not really, but kind of. Like, right. He's now being, you know, being a mental health rights advocate for veterans is not something that I'm, I'm making fun of this guy for. Like these, these guys come back from kicking down doors in Iraq, you know, two, three tours in Iraq that fucks with your head. Um, some of the stuff that these guys had to go through, you know, out there and it's not, I mean, yeah, yeah. Fuck the troops. Whoever's out there saying the fuck the troops thing. But like a lot of the time it's not the troops fault that the troops are brainwashed from birth. Okay. And that happens. And it's, you know, again, the shit that they go through and they come at, come home and the the little support that they get from the system that did that to them when they get home it's it's really criminal now that being said him doing that for you know the Iraq vets and and the and Afghanistan vets and whatever that's great but now he's comparing these cops this little skirmish they had supposedly skirmish that wasn't really like the only part that was Really, a major skirmish was like the very scripted outdoor part, um, and right. he's comparing you know these these cops that have suicided themselves. Four cops killed themselves because of the trauma that they went through on on the sixth of January. Now this guy is is going to get a worldwide and a well, he said global, but we'll say realm wide initiative going. We got to take care of mental health. Mental health is huge. Uh, I think this has is going to have a lot to do with um, state enforced mental health checks. I agree uh, completely, and I think uh, real quick. I'm sorry, you started talking dog, but I just want to say one quick thing: they can activate anybody for whatever use that they want, and mm. I think that's exactly where it's going. So mm. go ahead, Dogbot. I think bringing up the mental health aspect is incredibly cynical because I think there's a good deal. So you've heard the phrase that half of Americans hate what this country was and the other half hate what it's becoming. Yeah, you know, sort of like like a sort of simplistic way of looking at the division between the groups of people that live in this continent-wide strip mall. There's a good number of people that hear that four January 6th cops have committed suicide and they think that they've been Hillaried. You know, like, it's not even, like, it's not even, like, debatable to them. They think it's completely fake. And it's so, in, it's so incredibly cynical that a guy that does good, that I'm assuming does good work for vets who come back from these awful foreign engagements that we should never have gotten into in the, to begin with. But these, these young men and women want to go serve their country. Right. So they came, they came back and they're struggling and there is a real problem with these vets that come back and commit suicide. And for this guy to conflate what, what struggles that they're going through with this faking gay operation here is just, it's, it's really sick. It's really cynical Oh, and then tie it in with the uh, basically the the little four foot tall dude Simone Biles uh, Olympic stuff. That's that's terrible. Oh right, that's really fucking right terrible. because right. now they're doing all the mental health stuff uh, because apparently it, you're a stronger person if you lose or if you pull out of a competition due to mental health than if you actually win. 
we've got a real problem with Olympians who are just suiciding themselves. Right. Well, that's going to be next. You know, that's going to be next. There will be. There will probably be a uh, a Olympian that suicides itself because you never know. So, why do you think? Why do you think they chose these four cops uh, to do this to? Um, well, one theory is that they were going to be if if in fact they did get killed, if they're suicided or like um, Seth Riched or Clinton Arkansas or whatever. Is that what we're saying? Okay. So uh, I guess I'll go next. Yeah. So are we saying that they got? We actually think that these people are dead. I mean, I don't personally think so. Um, I think just looking at the the four guys, and I posted a picture of all four of them in the chat. Um, looking at these dudes, they all look like soldier number one, number two, number three, number four. You know, in this whole operation on January sixth, it's very easy to cast, you know, the red shirt, so to speak, the guy who's going to die. Um, I like I like how they threw an Asian in there. Yeah, I, yeah. I was about to say they're yeah. they're very diverse, but they're one Asian. Uh, <laughs> no blacks, but they they're no literally blacks. Who's. Oh, a black so killed themselves because they're strong, and proud no. of themselves. They, well, no, they have to stay alive so that they can say the N word so fifteen thousand times. Right, so they can be say, called. They the die N-word. on the inside from getting called nigger. Right. Oh, Jack's back. Hi, Jack. Hi. <laughs> um. Yeah, so there's a theory going around that these people actually were suicided because they were going to be subpoenaed to testify for the witnesses, uh, for the defendants on January 6th. So they killed them to get them out of the way. Oh, so the white hats got to them for got to them. Yeah, and tried to try to try to get them to you know help restore democracy. No, to recant. To recant. Well, no, they were gonna. They were. They killed them so that they didn't give a good testimony for the people that are actually in the jails. You know these 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 people that were that were uh, actually arrested and actually put in prison in actual jail. You know because people are actually in jail. Right. That's We're gonna have saying. to. Somebody's gonna have to go down. Hats tried to get to them, but you know they they got Arkansas first. Right. So I I mean I don't know. Do we actually believe that people are actually locked up for any of this stuff? Oh man, I don't know. I did see the fake and gay footage of the 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 Congress peoples trying to go visit the the prisoners Bro. and they were not allowed access into the prison not allowed staged yes that couldn't have been staged right couldn't have been staged no i think i think anybody who was jailed was jailed on like a nightly basis it was just like you would jail a drunken disorderly person I, that would be the only well, legitimate the thing is uh, is is they were like they were rounded up later remember they were they used right. people's you know uh, people were turned in my nieces. Those stories that people were like, those fucking stupid little liberal Zoomer pieces of shit commie kids turning in their conservative uncles. You know, that was... Yeah, none of those are real. Right. I don't red, think any red, of that red stuff is Red diaper real. doper babies. Whoa. Whoa, that's a blast from the past. Red diaper doper baby? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this anything... Okay, so... Anything to do with this criminals or arrestees or witnesses or whatever on January 6th. I mean, we can only speculate because all we have 
is what's put on our little magic scrying screens, our little black mirrors on the wall. You know, unless you actually know somebody who knows, you know, unless you know somebody who was actually there or physically know somebody or are related to one of those people that are supposedly in jail, the only way you know any information is from the system. It's so, it's I, just it's such a weird montage of photographs that Reinhardt put in here because it's got the the four officers and they all just happen to be smiling and then it has the chaos of January sixth in the right. corner with the American flags and the Trump flag and the Gadsden flag and all the red hats just storming the Capitol. There's smoke. There's smoke. Who knows what the smoke is from? Right, smoke what, machines. But. <laughs> These guys are all right. It's definitely a smoke machine. These guys are all smiling. The one guy's got his thumb up. You know, uh, Hashida, Officer Hashida, clearly is like this guy's hand off of me, please. But uh, yeah, He's like the stoic Asian, right? And but they're all like like you know the guy on the left. They're uh, Defreitag, 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 whatever his name is. They're uh, he looks pretty happy. You know, the guy giving the thumbs up there, he looks pretty happy. The guy up in the top right looks pretty happy. These people suicided themselves over what happened on January 6th. Well, I love how they have the one out of uniform. He's the only one out of out of the four out of uniform. And he's got the Soldier Field 10-mile run t-shirt on to show that he was in shape and he was happy and he ran for a good cause. Yeah. And these people forced him to kill himself. Yes, these terrible... Terrible insurrectionists, these terrorists. If you listened to uh, the testimonies of the four cops. Now, it's four cops that suicided themselves. Those four cops that gave testimony. Hmm. That's weird. But uh, if you listen to the, to the testimony of the four cops, like the one of them that was even crying about it, um, they called them terrorists. They did the thing that uh, Rudy Giuliani and George Bush Jr. did after 9-11, where they kept saying terrorist like a million times in all their speeches just to, to get the to get the that word out there. The repetition. programming. Yep. The repetition, the programming repetition, yeah. Same thing. Insurrectionists, terrorists, terrorists, terrorists. So, yeah, it's all fake and gay. Um, I don't even know if any of these cops actually exist. Like I said, it's very easy to cast the, you know, the person who's going to die, the soldier number two part. Right. Um, you never heard of this guy before. You're never going to hear about him. Well, you you sure as hell are going to hear about him again, but you'd never heard of anything before now. So obviously, this guy, all of them are blank slates. So they're they're perfect for this. Yeah. The oh, Fanon guy have a freaking frat house somewhere in the Maldives together. <laughs> The Fanone guy's doing other interviews still too. So he's um he's gonna be their popular one out of here. You got your neck tattoo, you know, your neck tattoo, super goatee, forty year old. That just shows he's dad. from the streets. He turned his life around. Yes, yes. He's a his, he turned his life around and somehow became a member of the Capitol Police. Hey Jack, look they up They don't let you do that. They don't like How, there's no there's there's <laughs> There's no crime to cop fucking no, there has fantasy to be. story. There has to be. He was steered straight, okay? He was scared straight, somehow ended up with a neck tattoo. He got that, he that neck tattoo. Meeting and a cop came to it and spoke to them. Well, if he's a 20-year vet, right? This guy's a 20-year vet of, of the Capitol Police Force. He got that. And Reinhardt says his tattoo looks approximately 12 years old. So not only is he our pronunciation specialist, he is our... Uh, 
tattoo age specialist as well. No, I'm just saying it looks very uh, old. It doesn't look right. like anything in the past few years. All right. Well, I mean, all right, fine. Don't I mean, pump up your resume. Yeah, whatever. Dude, don't pad your resume. <laughs> we're trying to help you out here, pal. Um, yeah, we're we're yeah, going to for you. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. No, dog it's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. Um, but this guy clearly got the tattoo midway through his 20-year career, right? So flying yeah. in the face of Capitol Police regs. He got a serious neck tattoo. Hmm. Look, he, he plays by his own rules, okay? He's a loose cannon, but he oh, gets wow. the job done. Wow. That's... <laughs> he's the, the loose cannon, but he gets the job done trope. He's the... Um... He's missing a mullet. He yeah, a mullet. I was going to say, is he's got a little bit of a weird accent, and uh, he likes to escape from straitjackets and stuff. Yeah, He's their lethal faggot. Lethal faggot. Nice. Hmm. Hmm, that might have to be on the list for show title. Maybe not. All right, we have other news. Um, oh, yeah. Blow, we didn't blow the whole hour on this. No, we actually didn't. All right, cool. Uh, so enough about that. Mental health is a real a real thing when it comes to our troops coming back from the mental torture that they've gone through over in the Gulf. Uh, but to equate what those guys did and with these cops quote cops on on january 6th went through for shame all right what do we want to do next guys what do we want to do next we got like well, 10 minutes know. we got 10 minutes uh, we need 10 minutes uh we can talk real quick about uh oprah winfrey opening an academy for aspiring young actresses on little saint james island well i on Little St. James Island. Yes. On Little St. James Island, which is the address where Jeffrey Epstein's little spot is, right? Yeah. Isn't it? And she, I mean, she's one who was on the flight logs, too. Right. Uh, Oprah was on the flight logs several times. Interesting that uh, former record mogul Russell Simmons will serve as headmaster. School for young actresses. This is Russell Simmons. Oh, you know oh, what? You know what? Reinhardt. I gotta do a retraction. I'm sorry. You, dude, I'm sorry. Dude. I did not see this Twitter account's at, Bro. which is BBC News but gayer. Bro. Oh my god, did you did you just get Rick rolled? You got I, I got Rick rolled. I'm reading the tweet. I'm sorry. That's my fault. <sighs> That is my fault. I'm but sorry. You, I'm sorry, Reinhardt. We were definitely going to hire you on your pronunciation <laughs> and tattoo aging skills, but uh, just looking at your past work history, it looks like you can get Rickrolled on some tweets pretty easily. I can't believe I didn't <laughs> see that before. And now I'm going through this this uh, Twitter accounts feed, and this is actually hilarious. Also breaking sex tape featuring Sean Hannity. Might as well just use that for the break music this week. No. No, no, no. No, we have something better. We have something way better than that for the break music. Oh, my God. I can't wait. (laughs) Oh, my God. Are we doing it? No, yeah, you know what? Let's just go ahead. Let's just go ahead. 
Um, no, we can't well, because it doesn't lead into the other material like we wanted to. I guess we could call it a um, a lead up to the second hour's content. Yeah. Uh, are we going into the break right now? Let's just, you know what? We'll go into the break a few minutes early. It's 55 minutes into the hour. It's close Okay. Enough. Yeah, we'll play this. And um, this is from... This is from Camp Fantastic. You guys are going to check this out. This is great. <sighs> Poof! Coronavirus came from overseas Infecting folks across the land Seattle, NYC A little bats virus Love those human cells Next thing oh, dear you know, God. the cases grow and the world has gone too. It's a family show. Heck, poof, coronavirus came from overseas, infecting folks across the land, Seattle, NYC. Poof, coronavirus called COVID-19. Quickly spread like a wildfire, now we're in quarantine. Now no one can travel or even leave their homes. Schools are closed, all kids must know. Avoid the danger zones. We all must do our part to protect the ones we love. So if you meet at least six feet and handle doors with gloves, oh! All right, all right, all right, all right. I can't anymore. Oh my God, I can't, geez. I can't, all right. Ah, uh, all boomers in camps right now. Every single boomer. Right now, you don't, you, don't, you, this guy blew it for all the rest of the boomers. That's right. There. That's right. To the camps. Yep. To the camps. Just for that, we're gonna do um and one off of the Erratus Ver. Uh, yep. Let Let's do Sufferer's Remorse because we all nice. just suffered. We'll be okay. Back. Choice.
All right, everybody, we're back. This is still the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm still Johnny Monoxide with Dogbot, Reinhardt, and Jack. Um, we, <laughs> I can't say that I'm sorry for that first song because I had to listen to it. Uh, so, so did you guys. But yeah, so that was the COVID-19 uh, anthem put together by Francis S. Collins, the... NIH director, the National Institute of Health director, uh, and he said, uh, since Camp Fantastic, a summer camp for kids with cancer, has to go virtual this year, my wife Diane and I made this COVID-19 parody on Puff the Magic Dragon to let the kids know we're with them in spirit during these challenging times. Gross. You know, at this point, I would have thought like the COVID-19 anthem, just from like all the nurse videos, would have been like WAP. Right. Something. Right. I but mean, this one's no, at least we're wrong. At least this one is attemptedly or being, being I don't know, wholesome. Right? I wouldn't even say this is wholesome as he was singing it and terribly, mind you. Um, sure. It just it just sounds like a very dark, like. Like really late night adult swim or comedy central skit that's just making fun of this. Like a recent well, Saturday Night Live skit, maybe? Like something that's so esoterically bad, most people can't understand it. <laughs> well, it's, it's fear porn laced in parody. Ah, well, yes, yeah. it is. But it, yes, they, he did do all the things, you know, staying six feet apart. There was more to it that we didn't, we didn't play. Um, he did stay six feet apart and touch doors with gloves. Uh, we have to stay indoors. And we can't absolutely terrifying. You can't you right. can't go anywhere. You right. can't do anything. Just, Fear porn like, couched in acoustic guitar. Yeah, just pure boomer fucking shit lib nonsense. Like it's just camp in Boulder, Colorado. The the boomers the the boomers fucking fascination with that part of the seventies where guys played acoustic guitars and sang a, a thinly veiled analogies about doing drugs you know just the yeah. <laughs> thinly veiled yeah <laughs> yeah like any like i remember having somebody tell me one time that puff the magic dragon was about smoking weed and i was like yeah no shit right right <laughs> no right. shit dude right like, like, right hey like how like who uh, uh, what you couldn't figure like somebody had to explain that to you and Dog then bot. Later on in that stupid movie, Meet the Parents, I saw the car scene where they talk about that. And I'm like, oh, God. They even had to put it in that stupid boomer comedy. Dude, let's not start doing actual Laurel Canyon content. All right? We had our chance. Whoa. Whoa. Y'all missed that chance. Right? Yes, we had our I chance. I told my work to schedule me so I could miss it. No. No, we actually did some Laurel Canyon stuff. We talked about Jim Morrison. We did. And we played the clip. We did. You know? we, we, we did. We talked Wait, about Wait, are you talking yes. about that episode where we talked about, like, all the all the clones? No. No. No, we, we, we oh. did. Yeah, we, we did, did the whole. We did that in a little bit, but. Danny Sugarman. We did Danny Sugarman's interview. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Where he talks about how, yeah, anyways, whatever. Whatever, that was last. Go, and we look, talked listen. about the Beach Boys being pervs. Yes, we ruined, ha, sorry about that, guys. Yes, the Beach Boys are pervs. Chase, Chase was, was very sad. Chase is, all, Chase is almost every, weekly in uh, a state of being, like, mind-blown or sad. And I hate to do that to him all the time, but um, he's a good guy. I like Chase. And, and- and to music files, I just want to say that I believe that the Brian Wilson versus Paul McCartney 
studio production wars that went on between those two guys, I think that was all fake. I think that was all completely you, fake. You think it was you brought up to make you to make you appreciate both artists more? Was to it make you think that they were like deeper into the involvement in their music? Was it as fake as the Biggie and Tupac? Beef? Yes. Okay. Yes. It's okay. like the boomer version it's of the, the Biggie verse. I was just going to say that. Yes. It was the boomer version of that. That's man. There's so many versions of that though. Cause there was, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of, a lot of revelation of the method with trannies and stuff that went on in the sixties too. Like, um, Janis Joplin, uh, in her senior yearbook, she's listed as the ugliest boy. Yeah. Alistair Crowley being on the cover of Sergeant Pepper. Mm-hmm. Just all that stuff. Yeah, I think I think all of that plays into just how esoteric the 60s, 50s, 60s, 70s were, uh, just showing the absolute change in the cultural mask. You know, the mask, as, like you and I, Johnny, have talked about, the more and more you go into this, you realize the mask was never really there, but they're just, that's when it changed a little bit, and mm-hmm. they were really showing you it was never there. Yeah, now and it's like, you know, right out in the open, Baphomet, you know, gay nigger faggots uh, twerking on Satan, you know, uh, like right there, and the kid that was just on Sesame Street is now twerking on Satan. Uh, that's, But they were still doing that back in the 60s. They were just, you know, a little more covert about it. Yeah, they were putting in Earth Day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that the occult Satanism... Lennon's birthday. All this. Lennon's birthday. Whose birthday? Lennon. Er, Oh, yeah. Vladimir Lennon's birthday is Earth Day. There's no coincidence there. Mm -mm. Which is always... it's always always really weird because 420, the hippie pot smoking day, is also uh, somebody's birthday. It's pretty important. Everybody's favorite uncle, and not well, not everybody's favorite because some people's favorite uncle writes books, more than one book. It's in Supermax prison right yes, now. Yes, he's in Supermax. He's in Super Jail, and you can write to him. Mm-hmm. And doesn't he write back sometimes? He tries to, I believe. Okay. Jack, you would know more about that than yeah. Than he us, helps. Right? Uh, apparently, he helps kids with their math homework and stuff like that. That's awesome. so that's so cool. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. I'm sorry. I oh honestly, that's got to be the coolest that. thing that anybody gets from writing people in jail. Comment cord out wooden box with uh, ACDC leads in it. Oh no! <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so every christmas i need to have my kid write a letter to uncle ted instead of santa yes got it absolutely all right so um also this national health director francis collins uh not only wrote a song but he also had something to say do you guys want to hear what he had to say yes please It's clear that this variant is capable of causing serious illness in children. Uh, You have heard those stories coming out of Louisiana pediatric ICUs where there are kids as young as a few months old who are sick from this. That is rare. Certainly younger people are less likely to fall ill. But anybody who tries to tell you, ah, you don't have to worry about it if you're a young, healthy person, there's many counterexamples all around us now. So, yeah, you do need to think about it. And that's the reason. 
reason why the recommendations are uh, for kids under 12 uh, that they avoid being in places where they might get infected, which means recommendations of mask wearing in schools and that at home uh, parents of unvaccinated kids should be thoughtful about this. And the recommendation is to wear masks there as well. Let me just follow up. I on know that, that's though. uncomfortable. I know it seems weird, but it is the best way to protect your kids. But I just, again, want to fully understand if this is about protecting the kids. Jesus, help us all. Wear masks at home. I wondered for a really long time, those people that I'm stuck next to in traffic Mm -hmm. that are wearing their masks in their car, I was wondering, when they're sitting at home and they're consuming the fucking Netflix and all the other fucking garbage and Mm -hmm. they're ordering their DoorDash or whatever, are they wearing the mask while they're sitting there on their couch? Now I know. They are. Since they have heard it. On the cable, on the cable news, fear porn outlet, that they will be definitely, yes. Like not even take it off between the car to their their front door into the house. They'll just be wearing it, probably when they go to bed and go to sleep at night. Yeah, and I love I love how they cut it off. You know, the, is this really about protecting the kids? No, it's not. It's it's funny since since the mask mandate got lifted here in the state of Texas, uh, uh, it took a little while for everybody to start uh, getting over wearing the damn things. Right, like you still see some people here and there wearing them, but the mostly like in intact families that I see, the only people that are wearing them are the disgruntled teenagers, like as a way of being like like rebellious or antisocial. Right. See, I. Up here, I get uh, a lot of families. I see, you know, families walking into Walmart or whatever, and the parents are vaccinated. Most likely, they're not wearing masks, uh, but they have their, you know, eight-year-old kid wearing their pink camo mask or something. Um, they, I see kids wearing masks every single day, walking around with their parents who aren't wearing them, and it's, it's. I barely see teenagers doing it. I don't see any teenagers, actually. Uh, but it's all the young kids. So these parents, and you know this is a thing. Like, you, all right, time to go. Put on your shoes. All right, make sure you have your mask. Make sure you put it on. You know, these parents are suffocating their children, giving them bacterial pneumonia. Yeah. While they're they're sitting there in their safe bubble, apparently, because they've been vaccinated, even though now we know it doesn't do anything. No, but you know that the uh, the vaccine is going to be the bit next big debate, and that is because um, the unvaccinated are versus the vaccinated is the next big beef. Right. Well, Biden even said in the interview uh, recently, you know, we have a pandemic. The only pandemic that we have mm. is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Mm. He said yes. they're killing people. We knew you're murdering people. You're murdering you people by not getting vaccinated. People? Yes, get you vaccinated. Murders? Stupid, stupid people that didn't get vaccinated because you didn't get vaccinated. I don't think you're very smart. He actually said. This, uh, we called this last year. Skull mm-hmm. called it back in January 2020, as he always says, and we called it as well. We knew it was going to come down to dehumanizing those who got who didn't get vaccinated, and it was going to be the next. Schism is going to be the next white versus black. Yep. Uh, black Lives Matter did their thing last year. Um, the racial thing, a lot of white people are tired of it. So we can't do that anymore. 
unless we want to go full on race war. So we're going to go vaccinated. We need to get more white people mad at more white people. And the only way to do that is to go vaccinated versus unvaccinated. And if you really take a look, is this is another uh, a religious sort of thing. This is another um, inquisition almost. They're going to go door to door looking for vaccines. It's inquisition style, right? Uh, and it's science versus, you know, the, the vaccinated and their science religion versus the non-science believing in unvaccinated who are by and large, probably mostly Christians. Mostly Christians and, you know, Trump atheists and pagans who, well, while they don't believe in the vaccines, are more than willing to throw Christians under the bus, too. Right. But, I mean, this is going to be your your uh, conservative, like to the liberals, that, that the unvaccinated are your no va- your anti-vax conspiracy theorists, cutard, Trump-supporting Christian conservatives. Right. The people who won't accept the alien help, the alien enlightenment, versus the people who would. Right. Right. I mean, this is just absolutely insane, and this ties into the transhuman agenda, of course, Mm -hmm. because this is exactly how it starts. It all starts with the medical. It all starts with something that is supposed to be uh, charitable, that's supposed to be um, altruistic. Don't you want your family to be healthy? Don't you want your grandmother or your kid to grow up healthy and survive? And now it's going to move beyond that into if you don't want – this, 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 and this, all the way up to the mark of the beast, mm-hmm. then, you know, you're the enemy. Right. Listen. I, saw, I saw an incredibly effective picture, okay. uh, good propaganda picture for our side. Have you guys seen a picture of the infant in the uh, baby carriage with all the syringes uh, taped against his arm to, to represent how many vaccines that uh, the average baby gets before a certain age. It's like 72 vaccines by the time they're like four or something like that. Yes. It's terrible. It's about 72. Yeah. It's terrible. Absolutely insane. It is. And in, and that's like three times the amount that I did when I was a kid and I'm in my 40s. I don't even think I, I don't even think I had that many. I mean, I, I probably do I now I, after going through the military and getting all the ridiculous amounts of vaccines they gave me. God knows what's going God knows what's going to happen to the, the people in the, the guys in the military, right? That got, all those experimental anthrax vaccines during the last Gulf War, the last two Gulf Wars. Which, which, funny enough, Johnny, I was just talking to somebody the other day. You know, they stopped giving that about 10 years ago. Huh. Uh, this dude who was in uh, back in 2002, and he was in when the whole anthrax vaccine came out. He got it like everyone else, or most people were supposed to. He went back to get some kind of booster or to make sure that he was up to date. And they told him, no, we don't give that out anymore because... We found out later on that some of the ingredients were harmful to your immune system. Wait, uh, I got all my rounds of anthrax when I went to Korea. Would you get How seven or nine? Korea. Would you get that was seven? Like, that was uh, 2015 to 2016. No, no. How many shots did you get? Oh, How many rounds. Uh, I know it was at least three. I don't mm. know. It was a while ago. Okay. Yeah. I don't know when they stopped doing it, but I know in the last two years, at least, that it has not been a thing across the entire DOD. What's your favorite Anthrax album? Like, uh, I mean, I, I kind of like spreading the disease. We're not 
Really? You want an 80s thrash metal post? I, I liked Sandwich Bag. Sandwich Bag? Uh, I, I guess Persistence of Time would have Persistence been Persistence of Time was good. Well, that's, that was the one that had the very popular song, Persistence of Time. Keep tick tick ticking in my head. Da, da. Yeah, is, I yeah. like that song. It was, it was well, it's a it's a cover. Yeah. Yeah. It's it is. Song. Yeah, it's a cover. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. All right. Is it a is it a cover from like an earlier song that 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 poof the the magic sickness or whatever? What? Did? No, no. We're talking about the band Anthrax, the metal band from the eighties. Yes. I, Reinhardt's, Reinhardt's talking about the famous uh, 80s rap act, Koof the Magic Sickness. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he he worked with K-Flex back in the day. Not to be confused with Run DMC. And <laughs> right. <laughs> Jimmy Jam and, and, and... And Boogie Down Productions. Koof oh, man. The- KRS-One and BDP. Yeah. Oh, that's what BDP stood for. Yes, Boogie Down Productions. Oh man. So, Anyways. COVID and vaccines. Uh, the dam is breaking on vaccine mandates. So, businesses and the White House are starting to think requiring shots can turn things around. I don't know. Uh, Businesses are already starting to mandate vaccines. They've already gone to mask mandates on all federal jobs. Um, a lot of a lot of places are going back to masking, and now uh, we're going to have vaccine mandates. There are, and they're going to allow they're going to allow businesses to do that. California is going to all mail in ballots for the recall election of Gavin Newsom. So oh, Gavin sh- Newsom's going to enjoy another term. Oh, surely, right. surely there will be no shenanigans there. Right. I love Johnny. I love how this article from Wired actually words this first paragraph, like the first sentence. It didn't need to be this way. Which, which one? The dam is breaking on vaccines. Oh, right, mandates. right, right, right. It, it didn't, didn't need, need to, to be, be this way. way. We tried to tell you. We tried to be nice about it. And the second paragraph, it says at the end, um, uh, let's see, the curve was looking good, perfectly calibrated for things to be normal by the end of summer, just in time for schools and workplaces to reopen so long as vaccination rate kept pace, which, of course, it didn't. Much too soon, the curve reached its inflection point, shifted from the upswing, and flattened itself out. Oh, so the two weeks to flatten the curve that turned into, what, 18 months? 500 days. Right. Um, it oh, it's not just way, employers, guys. guys. Guys, guys, it's not just employers. Okay. Uh, it's, mandates are being applied at places like Google and Facebook who have told their tens of thousands of employees around the country that vaccinations will be required for workers returning to their offices, and which probably doesn't apply to a lot of them because they can do the work from home thing. So, it, but, but they're all soy science people, so they'll probably all get vaccinated. Um, right. I, I, I'm going to be hiding in the forest covered in mud as the uh, UN vaccination anal drone starts, uh, you know, hovering by the neighborhood. Oh yeah, so it can't see me. Oh, absolutely, dude. Yeah, you got to get up into the the scrub pines out there. 
Uh, also, <laughs> <laughs> mandates from universities, state governments, and medical centers. I know medical centers are requiring are going to be requiring vaccines. Universities are too. State governments are definitely going to do that. Uh, there's a lawsuit. The federal judge threw out a lawsuit from a group of employees at Houston Methodist Hospital. See, they argued that the rules were illegal because the vaccines were only authorized by the FDA for emergency use. Um, the whole non not being mandated by the FDA is probably going to play into some of these lawsuits, I'm pretty sure, until the FDA just goes, you know, the Omni Domini stamps it and gives it the, gives it the seal of approval. Uh, it's not just employers... In this, the wonderfully third world shit filled city of San Francisco, uh, most of the city's bars and clubs said they will require proof from patrons starting this week. So if you want to go out to some fag bar in San Francisco, you got to you got to show proof of vaccination. Yeah, I had a buddy who, um, well, a few buddies who drove down to uh, Seattle for a Mariners game and they went to a couple of bars and they all had to show proof. Which of course they they yeah. were all vaccinated. Well, even if you're going to like a, even if you're going to a cool bar like Zeitgeist or uh, Molotovs or whatever, there there are actually some pretty cool fucking bars in San Francisco. I cannot shit on San Francisco's like because they have a cool music scene there too. A lot of cool, a lot of cool bands. Uh, but it's a shame. It's a shame the city is just such a shithole now. But um, yeah, I'm sure. But I'm sure those places like Molotovs and Zeitgeist, as cool as they are. Uh, they're going to require you to, you know, to have your vaccination card to get in, to go in and get their burgers. Dude, the burgers at Zeitgeist were phenomenal. And they played Slayer unironically. You need to flash your That place played, like, uh, speaking of 80s thrash metal, Dogbot, uh, they played, like, Slayer and, and um, Testament and that kind of stuff, like, unironically there all the time. It was great. I love that place. Cool. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame it's in that city. Anyways, um, so vaccine mandates coming soon to pretty much everywhere near you. Yeah, and uh, they're making progress on the military front as well. Yes. So Biden called for the DOD, uh, Department of Defense, to figure it out. He said, any way you can do it, figure it out. Make sure that our service members are you know, forcibly vaccinated. He said that uh, the time for voluntary vaccination is over. Um, and I, you know, we all saw this coming anyway. Anybody who wanted the vaccine, let's say in the military, anybody who wanted it has gotten it by now, whether they regret it or not. Um, so the only people left are those who are, you know, forced to wear their mask like the gold star, basically, and be ostracized at work. Um. Now wait. Jack, now something. hold on, Reinhardt. Are they still requiring? I know um, on federal jobs. I had a buddy who's on who's on uh, a federal job right now, a construction site, and they have to wear masks on the job. Are they requiring? They're requiring the guys at the gates and stuff to wear the masks even outside. Are they on all the military bases requiring everybody yes, now? That just it's that every- just changed. Okay, so um, everybody is it now. changed. Literally Monday. last week. Okay. No. Yeah, last week, last Monday, I believe I saw okay. uh, my buddy texted me and said that uh, they were they had just announced it that everybody vaccinated or not mm-hmm. has to wear a mask, and everybody now who got it that he knows at least is pretty much fully regretting 
because they all bought in. They all thought it would all go back to normal. And now everybody is grumbling and they're all upset uh, because their normalcy has been interrupted once again. Right. Well, speaking of the normalcy, um, I mentioned Skull's voicemail earlier. Uh, I listened to that on the way home today. And he's right, though, that the people who have bought into this, that have gotten the vaccine, that bought into it, that have not, don't have the buyer's remorse, that don't have the regret, um, they believe, you know, they believe that they did the right thing. And now um, they're, I don't know if it's malicious compliance, but they're wearing the masks. And I don't know if they're doing the crying mad Wojak wearing the masks, but they're not really, the, the vaccinated that I know aren't bitching about the masks. It's the unvaccinated and the ones that are, that are just like bitching in general. The guys I know, because on our job site, we don't have to wear the masks. Right, it wasn't. A, it's not a federally mandated thing there. Uh, when they do, you know, the guys like you know, if you ha- you have to wear a mask if you're if you're not vaccinated. That was the rule, and like nobody wore a mask because nobody cared, right? And everybody I talked to has never has never gotten you know the vaccine. They're not going to, right? So I think the mask. Yeah, I like, think I don't know. I don't. I don't know. The masking is dumb. Everybody, <clears throat> excuse me. Everybody thinks it's dumb, except for the few people that I know that are vaccinated that are like, no, it's to protect everybody now. And it's because of the unvaccinated. If everybody would just get vaccinated, we wouldn't have to do all this stupid stuff. But now we have to. Right. Well, and anytime I've heard that in my personal life, too, in my office, you know, I, I won't I make it a policy not to talk about you know, anything paranormies adjacent mm. except for COVID. I will, I will drop as many, dr- as many little hints and truths here and there as much as I can. But the biggest one I say is it was never going away in the first place. Mm-hmm. You see it now, you know, you thought you had your normalcy and then they took it away. This should tell you it was never just for a little while. This was never going to go away in the first place. They're wanting the third booster shot now. Mm -hmm. They're going to want booster shots every year for the rest of your life if you're vaccinated. This is also, um, what's that, DB, what is that thing called where they get some sort of like, uh, like high and mighty feeling, but like, you know, these, I hope your family dies of COVID. Like that, you know what I mean? It gives those people, um, you know, it's now they're, they get that, that like righteousness. I don't know what the, I'm trying to, you know what I'm talking about, right? Right. Well, it's righteous indignation is, is kind of what it sounds like you're talking about, but like, mm. uh, basically they, they, ha- I mean, so many different groups of people in this entire thing have been gaslit into a particular direction. So the people that instinctively knew this was all bullshit and that wearing masks uh disrupts uh it it does a lot more damage psychologically than it ever could have stopping a fart from reaching your nose right you know like the, the those people those people have instinctively known whether they're spiritually connected or not that 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 there's something deeply wrong and evil about making everybody wear masks and about making everybody afraid all the time. But the people that have bought in have been, have had the power of all avenues of reinforcement from the, from everything they consume. Mm -hmm. 
the actors and actresses, the representatives that they fawn over, the the musicians, uh, it's it's everywhere. Uh, billboards everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. So oh, they yeah. feel like that they're the vanguard of saving everybody. And so, like now they get to be now they get to be the hero. Now they get to be the heroes. Well, they're the crusaders for the Inquisition. Is kind of what it looks like. That's well, what it, it is. It's right. It, it, it's a crusade for scienceism. It's for science you know, for the like, preachers, like, and, and, and they have their holy water now. They have their vestments. Now. Right. They have they, like like it, it, they're not going to want to let this go. No. Like the, no. His, like the historical narrative says, you know, anybody, murderers, rapists, whatever, could have become a crusader as long as they're ordained, um, as long as they're blessed by the priest. Oh, that's uh, they right. can serve and they can be a crusader for the Catholic Church. These people, no matter how horrible they are in their daily lives, can feel like they are doing the will of whatever their God is. Right, which is science, science which is science and scientism. And the scientific method, which, did you guys know, if you take the letters in these steps, the first letter in all the steps of the scientific method and rearrange them, you can form the word preach. Interesting. They're mm-hmm. preaching for Ein Sof. Yes. Kabbalah. Yes, preaching for Ein Sof. Uh, these, they are. And they are very zealous, very religiously zealous with this devotion to science and to, um, to rooting out heretics of science. This is, this is as much of a scientific inquisition as the inquisition was in the 1400s, maybe. Maybe worse, if that thing even happened. Well, they were going after Jews, so I would assume that probably it didn't happen right. as intended. Right. Um, <laughs> right. What's the inverted story, right? It's always a Jew, yeah. Yeah, think about, I mean, think about witch finders and those stories. Mm-hmm. These are the actual witch finders, and this is what it's going to be, is scientists coming to your town, scientists coming on the on the internet, on CNN, telling you, and they are telling you. Commissars. You know, give up your family. Commissars your are what pe- they are, really. What? Commissars is what they are. Yes, this is what it is. Give up your family, give up your friends, your coworkers, anybody who is murdering other people by not getting vaccinated, by not wearing a mask, Mm -hmm. give them up. Are they Trump supporting anti-vaxxers? Then they are a danger to society and humanity. That's right. Give them up. They must be forcibly vaccinated. They've already talked about that. Um, Cuomo. Is it Cuomo? Or de Blasio? Who's the faggot from New York? It's de Blasio, right? Uh, de Blasio I mean, is the one who's... Both of them are. Right. Well, yeah. Right. But both de Blasio is the one who's been in the news this week for his mandates. Yeah, what was he talking about? Um, the key to New York now is you get to go out in public if you're vaccinated. Yes. They've likened it to Emmanuel Macron's va- uh, vaccine and mask mandates in France, which are you know, absolutely heinous, of course. But it's the next step. Yeah. It's just come to America now. I mean, they've they've uh, militarized Australia. They have like helicopters and shit enforcing and enforcing the COVID mandates there. And they're also using uh, social media companies to dox people from anti uh, anti lockdown protests and uh, send them fines in the mail. Right. So they're using they're using technology to find people at protests to find them. If they're anti-lockdown, but we can't get the social media of this guy who was plastered all over 
January 6th, who looks like Officer Michael Fagone. But you know what? Blair Cottrell is the dangerous one. Because he works out at a gym and doesn't wear a mask in Victoria, Australia. Right. Right. Like, it... Ugh. Yeah, Aust- Australia is already fully locked down. We know that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Australia is... Yeah. Well, that's what it, I was telling somebody at work. You know, the mask thing. Uh, they say it's coming back. I'm like, oh boy. But... um they said that uh, I said, well, it's just if they do, it's just a warm up for lockdown season. It's like, well, what do you mean? I was like, well, Australia is already fully locked down. England's locked down right now. Great Britain's locked down again. Right? They, uh, and Canada has never not locked down. I, mean, I don't think they ever came out of lockdown properly. Uh, they, they opened up the U.S. border for a couple of months. And now it's been shut down for like two weeks. OK, so Canada's shut I've- down again, too. I, I have a friend who's in a custody battle with his children and ooh. his ex-wife is on the other side of the border in Toronto holding his kids fucking hostage. Oh, He's having sucks. to go through hoops oh. and hoops and hoops in order to just, he hasn't seen his kids in over nine months. So basically give up your soul so you can see your kids. Oh no. Even if he got the, even if he, uh, that they they aren't allowing they weren't allowing American travel at all. No, no, you're they're not. But I was wondering if if she was holding him hostage, like get vaccinated or no, no. It's just she knows the restrictions there, and because she has family there, she's uh, and dual citizenship. She's pull she's she's just pulling that card. that card. What a bitch! That's horrific. That is terrible. That is terrible. No, oh, what a terrible mother. I hate when. That kind of, when parents do that kind of stuff to kids because it's the kids that actually suffer. They do. It's child abuse. It is child abuse, and I mean, you know, the guy, you know, the other parent does suffer too. It's not just the kids that suffer; the other parent right. does suffer. It's terrible all the way around. It's very selfish. Anyways, that sucks for him. Yeah. So this is a preclude to lockdown season, which is coming back. I saw uh, uh, Jackov Paz Sobiex tweet. Um talking about he was leaked information or saw some leaked information where they were talking about um, Biden locking down the United States in the middle of August. So a couple of weeks from now. What do you guys think of that? Uh, I mean, not, not shocked. Yeah, I really wouldn't be surprised. Honestly, I, I would have expected him to do it a little bit sooner given his rhetoric and and. Uh, how he's been talking and all of these scandals that have been going on left and right with you know him and his buddies not adhering to their own rules. Right. So I would think that he would want to shut it down as quickly as possible, but either this month or next month. Yeah. It's and, amazing. You know, there's going to, there's gotta be more gay ops going on. There has to be something big either before the end of the year or at the beginning of next year, just like January 6th. Right. Well, we still have, you know, nine 11 is coming up. So, we still have that to look forward to. I mean, speaking of scandals, I mean, like Hunter Biden's like crack smoking video, <laughs> like where he's like talking to his ex-wife oh, while, yeah. while smoking crack, liter- literally smoking crack while FaceTiming. Like the fact that these things are being released is enough to make you go, hey, what the fuck? It has to. Right. Like if you're not at this point, if you listen to this show and you're not looking at the stuff that's being released on the media machines that you hold in your hand or put on your desk or, or on the wall or 
however you get your media, um, you have to really filter that because none of that could be real. You know, and, no, it, no, and if it, and if it is, you're seeing it for a reason. Right. It's all carefully curated and put in front of you for an exact reason. And even when information is good, um, I know this is a little bit off topic, but let's say actual honest people that I believe, like Robert Sepper or somebody like John Levi, you know, despite his admitted heritage, total shill, doing good work, they're <laughs> still put out there and let they are allowed to be out there. They are. Because you need honest truth people uh, in order to show the public that we're insane you need honest people out there who are doing good work for them to point at and dehumanize yeah and don't so forget it's the same no, thing with well, the whole covid vaccine thing right but john levi's a huge shill though right according to our buddy over there on the other Telegram and apparently channel. a plagiarist john levi's a plagiarist Apparently, according according to that one chick who's all mad at everybody on YouTube who's talking about right, right, uh, right. I think she, I think she was mostly mad at Ewok and on and on and on a guy. Okay, aside from that, what did she say about John Levi being a plagiarist? She said she had gone after John Levi for plagiarizing some stuff. Oh, right, Uh, I remember you saying that. Yeah, yeah, she had just mentioned it in a couple of tweets. Okay. Um, which I thought were just very off the wall. Like, okay, you got from here to John Levi. Like, what the hell? Did yeah, everybody. Well, say flag like you, when you flag and report a YouTube video for plagiarism. Like, there's you'd really have to show screenshots on on anything that came out of that. You know what I mean? And like, I would like to see those screenshots. Right. And nobody has seen these screenshots. Right. So. But as so, we talked about before, unless you took the pictures yourself. Yeah, none of those pictures, all of those pictures on Gallica or any website where these pictures are being found, which to be to be fair, like why are they still there? Like if, you know, that's one thing that has always kind of gotten me with this is like why are we finding these things? Why didn't they bury them? Why isn't this stuff buried in the 50 miles of bookshelves underneath the Vatican? You know? I think some of it some of it so it can be out there to point to and say look how uh look how unknowledgeable these people were look how far we've come people believe the earth looked like this people wrote about things like this and now look at where we are right um, there's a healthy amount of that that i think that they want and need so like, they need some sort of truth to right they extent. have to have they have to have some truth out there it's kind of like they have to tell you what's going on that whole that whole trope that they like to mock. You ever notice that whenever they like try to expose the people exposing the Illuminati, they're always like, you know, and they say that they have to put some of their uh, truth out there because if they don't, the magic doesn't work. Well, you're not wrong. Right. right. You're just talking about the wrong person. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then they put Fritz Springmeier in jail for something he never did. Oh yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. Poor Fritz. Right. Did you see that a uh, tweet about um, Elon Musk and his girlfriend? Yeah, I don't. Johnny? I don't get it. They just looked like Elon Musk looked like he was built like a woman. Yeah, that's all I got out of that. Really, was that he has a very feminine Q angle. Uh, his shoulders and head uh, 
dimensions are off for a male. I thought it was a very e-girl question, though. Like, what do they have in common and what do they talk about? Yeah, that's a very stupid e-girl question. Like, who cares? But at the same time, what the fuck does Elon Musk talk about to his stupid uh, musician of a baby mama? What do you think about the engagement on such a such a tweet? Like how like two hundred and eight thousand likes. Two hundred and eight thousand or I thought it was twenty two. For for an account that only has one thousand followers? That seems to be artificially inflated. The al- they boosted that with the algorithms. It's, it's such an innocuous like innocuous picture, innocuous question. You know, it would seem to be like a throwaway tweet. Right. Well, it kind of does, and the um, the amount of replies. There's not that many. Two thousand. Two thousand. That's it. For two hundred eight thousand likes. It's not that many. That's a lot of. That's a lot of replies. You think? That's a. That's a. Yeah. That's. I'm never looking at my notifications ever again. Right, but on a tweet that got. 208,000 likes. How many retweets? I can't see it. I think like 6,000. Okay, so it's kind of disproportionately. It's odd. Yeah, it's just kind of weird. It's weird numbers. All her other engagement, it's like 10 likes. No, (laughs) 323,000. 323,000 likes. 32.3 Retweets, 32.3 thousand retweets. So 3.23 thousand likes, 32.3 thousand retweets, 2.2 thousand replies. I don't know. I wonder what Lone Scum talks about with uh, slimes. Yeah, while they're walking past, what does it say in the background? Like when... Oh, it's because we care. Okay, so, so... the stuff behind Grimes' head is eight and a half by 11 color printed instructions on how, like, please wear a mask when in the building, social distance, blah, 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 blah. They're like standing in the lobby of like a Chase Manhattan ATM. I bet he's like, you know, the next time that you drive my car to the store, can you try to not leave a snail trail on the seat? She looks like she's young enough to be his daughter. But. The way he's built, he's built like he's like a hefty version of her mom. Like, see the moobs he's got under his, shul- under his armpits? It's fucking gross. Yeah. Ugh. They're so far apart. For somebody is that a tattoo built- on her leg? Yes. I believe that is a tattoo that is some sort of sigil. Like, it might supposed to be a scorpion or something. I don't know. I'd be afraid to see all of it. It's connected to that thing. She's. I see. She's got Robert De Niro's shoes on. Nobody. Nobody saw the Irishman. Oh no, I didn't. I thought. I thought that was a Slipknot reference, but that's the Marlon Brando's eyes thing. Right. Like I, but I, yes, yeah. you can't see over the counter without Robert De Niro's shoes. <laughs> the the meme is that De Niro's really short, and he wears these fucking Frankenstein boots. I mean, yeah, he's got really ugly children. Oh, well, yeah, because they're half of that 
I think she's African black, some some kind of African black wife. He's the precursor to Bill Burr. Yeah. Bill Burr is being held hostage, I think, by that thing. Oh, dude. The picture of the two of them in bed and they're like smiling at each other, I swear to God. And he's just like, eh. it's it's almost the the Pepe holding the cigarette face. Right. <laughs> Except she, like she honestly just looks like a chimpanzee who saw an entire tree of bananas. <laughs> yes. That's the Leslie Jones giant Patrick Ewing smile. Oh God. Yeah. Leslie Jones. Oh man. I don't even want to compare that to a gorilla. That's an insult. Dude. Yeah, that's so bad. That's so bad. I remember when they bullied her off the internet. That was fun times. That was like twenty fifteen or twenty fourteen. Oh, the I world remember was so much not simpler back then. It, right. It really wasn't that much simpler, but it was simpler. I guess. Oh well. Like that's that's the real nuclear family ages <laughs> up until twenty fifteen <laughs> compared to now. God. Oh man. So what is this? The Earth's inner core is growing more on one side than the other, and here's why the planet isn't tipping. Well, first of all Science? Yes. Science. More science. Earth's solid metal core wasn't discovered until 1936. It's more than 5,000 kilometers down there. So, uh, Almost a century later, we're still struggling to answer basic questions about how it was first formed. We don't know. We have no idea. Gravity pulled heavier iron to the center. That's what happened, okay? Uh, it's molten iron, and you know how molten metal is not mag- magnetizable. Like, that's literally... You can't. But anyways, somehow it happens inside Earth. Um, blah, 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 skip ahead, skip ahead, skip ahead. How is this happening? Did anybody actually read the article? I didn't. You posted it, though. <laughs> I read over it. Nigga, you posted the article. You didn't read it. God damn it. I'm just saying I didn't read it. Okay. So, <laughs> so the I, okay, so it's like they're comparing it to make ice cream in a freezer that's only working on one side. What? Correct. Because the inner core located beneath Indonesia's Banda Sea is growing faster than the western side beneath Brazil. So apparently, yeah. So apparently some places on the earth are sucking more heat quickly from the inner core than other parts. I... I don't know if they're going to try and use this to spin global warming or something. I don't I don't understand. I I honestly don't get what their intention here is. Which by the way, no, gravity did not pull it down. If there is a giant core of iron at the very center of it, our earth implying it's just that dense because it's a gigantic core of iron right but it can't be molten because molten metal is non-magnetizable right right so and and also if it were let's say a still like still a a sphere of iron even if it's molten it would have a different density right Right. I, I, i would like to know how it stays molten 
over these billions of years in the center um, without some sort of, I guess there's some sort of radioactive. I'm, I'm sure it explains it in the Kabbalah and the Zohar. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Speaking Probably. of the Zohar, let me ask you guys a question. If in fact you owned a full copy of the Zohar, would you keep it in your house? No. Uh, do I have an iron case? Like, no, like you have a you have a cardboard box. You have a cardboard box that it is stored. No, in. I can't. No, no but I have nowhere else to put it either. Not 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 anywhere I can keep it with a good conscience. I I would not have that anywhere on any property that is spiritually or physically owned by me. Hmm, interesting. Ever, I I just could not do it because that is quite literally descended of pre-flood demonic knowledge. Hmm. So. So if I did have an iron case. Right. Just like a, like that's like two inch two inches thick of iron. Right. So if anybody wants could to I send keep it in there. If anybody wants to send a approximately eighteen inch square by two foot rectangular box made of iron to the post office box. Um, what's what's the significance of the iron though? The iron can't stop demonic <clears throat> spirits or, or any of that. No. No. I can no, wait. it can't contain anything of what that. What if I, what if it's coated in silver? Lead. No. No. Why? Bibles. Not even that. No, see, the only thing that can really that could really take away the power of anything like that, let's say a Ouija board, the Zohar, whatever, is the power of God Himself, and otherwise, it's just better not to have it. Period. Hmm. What I don't about even have that thing sitting in, in your garage or the other building, right, Johnny, for a while, like three years, four yeah. years? Yeah. What if the and box? What if the box was coated in the lipstick kisses of wholesome art GFs? First of all, I'm not even going to grace that with an answer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not going to. So, yeah, I got to figure out what to do with that Zohar. Bugs, Bugs Bunny, no, right there. That's a straight, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Johnny, and I wouldn't burn it either. Um, What's his name from the Mars Volta? Tried doing that with his uh, with his Jewish Ouija board that he bought, and that's how we got the Bedlam and Goliath album. Hmm. So I wouldn't I wouldn't go for the burning. Interesting. If, if you were a certain guest, you would have said that you were there for the recording. <laughs> <laughs> what if? What if I sent them to Robert Seffer? I'm pretty sure he has. It. I well, want to see Robert. Well, that's a real here. good way to never get him on the show. What send him a know. send him a Zohar? Send him a cursed book. Yeah, it's just, book he probably has it. It's twenty six books. I know he's got the Gnostic Gospels in his library somewhere. He has to. With what he talks about, he has to have those. I yes. have some of the. Are you talking about like the apoc- apocryphal? No, I'm talking about like the Gospel of Thomas. Mm-hmm. I have that. Gospel. I mean, I have a copy too, and I, I don't really like that I have a copy, but. Whoa. Um, it's pretty heretical. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just saying. It's for study. I might get it's, rid of it. All right, all right. But, it's for, that's what I said about the Zohar. 
because we were gonna do we were gonna do a series on the Kabbalah a long time ago. Just go with the PDF. <laughs> I, it was donated to the show. What about the Gospel of Mary? Mm. Yeah, also a Gnostic gospel. Yeah, it's definitely. Any yeah, Gospel of Mary. Any of those writings related to Mary, uh, either Mary uh, Magdalene or the Mother of Jesus, uh, Joseph of Arimathea, uh, anything talking about the sons of Jesus making their way to to England or Ireland or France, any of that stuff, um, that's all Gnostic subversion, um, which all became the basis for the Knights Templars creation, uh, the precursors to the Masons, or the modern Freemasons uh, that we see. So, and again, all of this mythology, Gnostics trace their lineage all the way back to the line of Cain. They admit it. Uh, and they tried not even a century after Jesus' death to take the name of Jesus and invert it, just like they do with God. They take L um, and, and invert it into something that it's not. Hmm. So, okay. And this is to all the Gnostics that seem to be invading pretty much every chat on Telegram along with the Pine Tree people, funny enough. Yeah, I've noticed that. That's kind of yeah. weird how they kind of all go together. Um, this really sounds like a nice esoteric cointel pro op yeah. yeah but that would never happen that would never happen no all right no. so back to the gnostic uh heliocentric satanic lie that is um this whole story about the core being like an ice cream cone or some shit right so one th- one thing that i i one thought that i had mm-hmm. reading through this article because i did read through it before we went on the show actually this buys into or plays into Ordo ab chaos, right? Order out of chaos. Mm-hmm. We have this molten iron at the core of our world. It's literally at the core of this whole belief of heliocentrism, Gnosticism, this light-centric enlightenment belief. It's chaos literally sitting at the core of our world. Hmm. Um, I mean, what do, you, what do you guys think about that? I mean, we've been going through... Edward Henry's books, and I am now over halfway through Sphere, Sphere of Influence. Dabot, I, I think you said you're more than halfway, almost done. I have 150 pages left. Nice. Like Sphere of Influence? Yes. See, I started with the first book, like you were supposed to, but... I know, but I, I, really didn't, get, get... I didn't get the first book first. I started reading this one. I ordered and I, ta- I promised myself I was going to finish books this year. Okay. No more reading four books at a time and not finishing a single one of them. I'm going to finish books. I got them both at the same time. Okay, I well, I ordered choice. I ordered them all at the same time except for Jax. Jax, you got both of them, right? Yeah, I got both of them. All right, cool. Um, But yeah, anyways, I'm like two-thirds of the way through The Greatest Lie on Earth. Uh, so, I really wanted to get into the the spiritual part of things, the biblical right, side. Right. Um, and oh, so I, far I can it's imagine. been absolutely incredible. I can imagine that's why you wanted to do that. But yeah, um, it's, I, I will have to do the skimming of that one to catch up with you guys, I guess. I mean, I've listened to enough Hendry talks to where I feel like I, I have a really good gist of it that I could probably skim through. He's a very easy read too. Yeah, yeah he uh, is. The best, the best aspect of Sphere of Influence is his 
individual takedowns of different heliocentric pastors yes. and and people who poo-poo the idea of a biblical cosmology of Earth. Yeah, I agree, and and he has a wealth of of knowledge when it comes to the scripture. Um, this guy is definitely not sitting there on blue letter Bible, you know, picking out verses that seem to uh, kind of go along with with what he's writing in his goggles. Um, he he definitely has a good understanding and clearly a lot of experience uh, studying scripture, and he does a very good job with that. Uh, even guys that I've enjoyed, like Dr. Ken Hovind. Uh, who is a serial tax evader um, and flood, uh, what is he, flood mythology scholar, I guess. Uh, he actually formed part of my prep for the crystal trees and petrified uh, silicon organisms stuff. But unfortunately, he is a massive uh, globetard. Uh, yeah, there's always he that. he is taken down. There's always that sort of thing with some of these people. But it's always the same thing with boomers. Uh, they have great information in some aspects, but other things, they will not cross the line. Well, and, and I feel like that's what we are all here for, is to take their good work that they do, admittedly, and not throw the baby out with the bathwater. Just take it further where they won't go because they are older and they've been programmed a lot longer than most of us. Um, and they're not going to cross those lines, whereas we have no issue. Yeah. Yeah, they well, they have they have some sort of religious connection to the stuff with space. You know, they saw the first stuff. You know, they were there. They saw the first moon landings. They saw the first rocket launches and whatever on TV. They saw the first you know newscasters. Walter Cronkite would never lie. That's Carl Sagan was a dirty atheist, but right, right, it's terrible. God did create this vast universe. You don't think he could? No, he could. He just didn't. <laughs> no, yeah, there's no reason to. You know? Right. Anyway. How right. can God use Earth as a footstool if it's a round ball? What kind of a footstool would that be? Pretty. Doesn't pretty make terrible. a lot of it would sense. Roll yeah, out from underneath your feet. Right. It's not very comfy. Why even put your feet there? Right. One of the one of the best things that I've read out of the book so far has been a verse in Jeremiah 31 where it says uh, the foundations, if the foundations of the earth can be measured and the heavens above can be measured, then I will cast off all the sons of Israel. Basically I'll, I'll throw everyone into hell. If you can measure the foundations of the earth and the heavens, which is exactly what scientism has claimed to do, right? All the measurements of the earth, are claimed to be known. Space is expanding, and we see where the borders were, but now it's expanding beyond there. Right. We know the numbers. Right. We know the distance. We know the distance to the stars. We know the distance to Beetlejuice two and to you know Sirius, blah 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 seven and all that. We know the distances there. We have Voyager out there taking uh, pictures of all this stuff, and and they're sending us measurements that we use our special telescopes and telescopes themselves. Um, are kind of an occultic instrument anyways because you have to use mirrors to refract images and you're not actually looking at anything. You're looking at refracted um, images. So you have to trust that, you know, the mirror. 
Right. Like uh, Tim Osmond's book, uh, Johnny, that we read through, mm. his his whole prediction about space travel and just going into like under, underground bunkers and I, just being yeah. subjected to total black mirror experience. Yep. I, I, uh, I tend to agree with that because that's really the only place you can go. Yeah. So. I mean, that's... That's really what it's going to be. You can't live on the surface of Mars. They're going to have to go, quote, underground. Well, yeah, well, you'll be, well, you'll be on Mars, but it'll, it'll be uh, kind of like what they did with Kong, with the, um, the projected you know, atmosphere, projected uh, sky. Remember, he threw the rock and broke the screen. Right. Do that. I mean, it'd be it'd be like a, a legitimate Truman Show experiment. Like the Mars thing would be like a legit Truman Show, fully encapsulated. Um, you know, fully regulated, probably completely uh, recorded. Every cameras, literally everywhere. You know. And you can just imagine already the soy jack saying, "This is just like the Martian." Right. Right. God, I, I can see it. People. I can see it. I mean, and then, you know, and then you see pictures of the digging machines that they have. The thing that's, you know, a good hundred feet in diameter. Right. Like we talked about on the crystal tree episode. Well, yeah, that, um, the thing it had like the, the different colored wheels within wheels within wheels and just it grinds right. like oh, yeah. hundred, hundred foot diameter tunnels. Literally. Nice. And the, and the you they show the picture down to Australia. I'm sorry. You could take somebody down to Australia or to you know the northern islands of Canada, and take them down into the soil, and they'll believe that they're in another world. Sure, sure. Or how much ever of Africa is not populated, you know? Right. Let's go. Th- I mean, who the, who the hell knows what they're actually going to do? But the underground thing does sound a lot more realistic of what they're probably going to do unless they just completely deep fake the entire thing. I don't know. It is going to be even more deep faked than Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos. Combined. Oh my God. That was terrible. That was terrible. Um, at least Elon isn't going up himself. He saved himself like that sort of uh, humiliation. Is he going with, is he going with Grimes? Yeah, I guess they're going to go together. They're going to hold hands. They're going to do a seance awesome. in space. Right. So cool. Yeah, so cool. Edgy. They're going to crush some they're going to crush some Adderall and fucking snort it before they get get in the thing. And then take some Xanax on the way down. Yeah. Zero gravity Ouija board drug trip. Basically. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. We Sounds still like need to come up with a show song. title. We need a show title. I, don't know. Uh, I mean, we'll come up with something over the day, yeah. day tomorrow. It's it's about time. It's about time to wrap this up. Um, Jack, oh, yeah, we got a Necronormicon. Or no, or do we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sweet. sweet. What do we got on tap this week? So, uh, one of my buddies let me a, uh, George Lincoln Rockwell book to read specifically for the paranormies. So it's going to be, uh, from his book, uh, white power from chapter four. Crooked Captains. It's a good chapter. That's a great chapter. Nice. I love that book. All it's right. a very good analogy he he uses in that chapter. It's one of the best analogies. I love it. The the difference in the officers and the enlisted, you know, the 
the crew and the officers or whatever. <sighs> All right. We're going to listen to that. We're going to get out of here. And check us out on Telegram. Uh, Dogbot, you are at? Uh, Chupacabra Kennel, t.me, backslash Chupacabra underscore Kennel. Reinhardt? Uh, t.me slash Nephilim Hour. And Jack? T.me slash Jackson's Eternal Shitposts, uh, Necronormicon, and Ascending the Spectrum. Yes, Ascending the Spectrum, which uh, Reinhardt and I keep saying we're going to go on soon, and we will, I promise. Uh, also, also, please leave comments uh, to episodes on paranormies.com. We should be doing a comments and emails episode. You can also send us an email if you have a longer form uh, suggestion, question, things of that matter. Yes, you can send the emails to paranormiespresent at gmail.com. Also on paranormies.com, you can now download the episodes because I was smart enough to figure out how to put the download button. Uh, so now you can stream it or download it on the website. There you go. And leave, leave yeah. comments. I've been very comfortable in my Paranormies t-shirt while recording this episode. Yes. And, uh, you should very much so check out dissidentapparel.com slash ally slash Paranormies. Check out our shirts. Buy some. Um, yes, and they are getting more allies every week. Yeah. Too. Yes. They're up to, I don't know, I haven't looked. Is it six now? It's like five or six, yeah, but they're getting yeah. more and more, which yes. is really cool. They're all American-made T-shirts, too. Mm-hmm. And they are going to be um, nationalist-made T-shirts soon, which is pretty cool. So, I'll be on there as soon as I actually send them my designs. Right, and Jack's shirts will be on there as well. All right. Then don't forget to check us out. Ours is t.me slash the Paranormies present over there at Telegram. Thank you to all of you. We have almost 8,000 subscribers now, guys. It's getting there. 70-something hundreds. It's a high 70-something hundreds. Let me look, actually. Let me not lie. Oh, it's only 75. All right, I lied. 75-26. All right, still good numbers. Not bad. Still good, but let's get to 8,000. That's right. That's right. Let's get it going. Tell your friends. Get on Telegram. It's, it is, I mean, it is the better social media app than pretty much any of the other ones. If you have yeah. to have social media. And if you're on iOS, just go ahead and, and go to it on a browser or on Safari and do the add to home screen thing. That way you don't have to deal with any censored channels. Oh, there you go. Because they will get censored day after day after day. Yeah, they censored like really conservative type stuff like Jack McCracken's channel twice. They got him. Yeah, so. they've gotten Zoomer Waffen, I want to say, six times Yeah, Zoomer Waffen. Well, I mean, just it's because of the name Waffen, but they literally post, like, cute cat videos and, um, you know, some fash wave. That's it. Yeah. That's but it. it's, it's the name of the channel. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Waffen. Name of the, name of the channel and whoever's making it may use their same personal account each time. So just the mm-hmm. algorithm and the servers. Yeah, that's probably track what it. it is. That's probably what it is. But, all right. Well, we're going to get out of here. Listen to Jack read us some Lincoln, George Lincoln Rockwell. I almost said it wrong. <laughs> we're going to get out of here. We'll see you this weekend. Later. Top travel makes you gay. Flying UN anal vaccination drones. Jesus. Welcome back to the Necronormicon. Today I'll be reading from George Lincoln Rockwell's book, White Power, Chapter 4, Crooked Captains. The record is almost endless. The way you will find 
your presidents acting in such a manner that communism always gains and damning all opposition as extremism and red baiting is monotonous. The captains of our ship of state always blunder onto the rocks year after year. The most depressing thing about it all is the way it works. The people of the country are like the crew of a ship, too absorbed by their individual tasks to pay much attention to the navigator and captain's business. They presume that these officers must be on the level, and they are forever reminded by the chart forgers, the press, what geniuses and saints these captains are. No matter how many times they smash us up on the rocks of China, Cuba, Korea, and Vietnam, what is going on is the old shipwrecking conspiracy with precisely the same purposes, loot and murder. The only difference is that the gang working this devilish criminal operation is not depending on just one false lighthouse to lead their victims to destruction. They have installed nothing but false charts showing the path to the rocks and destruction as salvation itself and showing the only safe channels as the most deadly reefs, which they call hate, red baiting, witch hunting, bigotry, and finally, fascism or Nazism. They have installed nothing but crooked captains who see to it that, no matter how many times the false channels of pro-communism and liberalism smash us into the rocks and reefs, we keep roaring ahead faster and faster towards more rocks and reefs. They have destroyed all the buoys, lights, and markers which once guided our people through the channels of life. The channel markers of religion, education, ideals, heroes, traditions, discipline, and morals which didn't make us perfect, but it did make us a great people. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this week's segment. If you have any submissions you would like me to read, just send them to Jack the Intern, 1488 at protonmail.com. <laughs>